0: Pacific Northwest governments, namely Portland and Seattle, their attacks against law and order have hit their target. Literally. Target shutting down. Target announced they're shutting down nine stores. Over half of them, five of them are in Seattle and Portland. Why is that? Shocking. Let's get into it. Here we go. Violent crime and theft have grown so much in downtown Portland and Seattle, the retail giant Target Plans to close five of its stores less than a month from now. I haven't heard anything from Seattle Mayor Bruce Harrell. I don't believe he has. They announced this early this week, and I'm recording this to you on a Thursday. I don't think he said anything. He's He's got his hands full doing uh, Seattle Mayor stuff. Portland Mayor Feckless, Ted Wheeler, has already announced he's not running for re-election, so he's in autopilot, short-timer mode. Feckless had one of his staffers put out a plain vanilla statement where he calls the loss of three major retail stores from his downtown disheartening. Ah, oh, that's, that's difficult. And offers up the lie that we remain committed. This is this, I, I always call this corporate speak. This is government. This is mayor of, uh, this is mayor. We remain committed to ensuring business successful in every way we can. Really? So when you were side by side, arm in arm with Antifa and Black Lives Matter, trying to destroy the federal building in downtown Portland, that was, what was it again? We remain committed to ensuring businesses are successful in every way we can. How did that work out? How has that worked out for the recovery of downtown Portland post-pandemic? I'm 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 curious how has that worked? Oh, Portland's one of the worst cities to have recovered. It's and it's even gotten worse in relationship to the top 62 in a study. Oh, hey now. Hmm. Weird. So Lars goes on to say, I call that a lie because Ted Wheeler voted to defund the police. Hmm. Yeah, that's not that hard to figure out, right? Not that hard to figure out. I mean, this is this is how you get there. The chief serves at his pleasure." Whole thing in Portland is just so convoluted and so backwards. And now Mayor Ted is trying to, you know, verbally work his way out of, Oh, I mean, we've been committed to law enforcement and public safety from the get go. Forget about that whole summer of love thing. We'll just, you know, we'll get a, we'll get a mulligan on that bad boy. And let's just consider today where we stand and where we're reimagining and rethinking public safety could go. Right. It's mind blowing because you've got these politicians saying one thing and the brutal reality is, is these stores are just getting pickpocketed left and right. He sets rules of engagement and calls the shots. Last year on the 4th of July, rioters targeted one of the downtown Target stores slated for closure. They broke out nearly all the windows. They also vandalized customers' cars. Police were not in evidence, no arrests made, no prosecutions. Huh. So again, I go back to, is that being uh, committed? Oops. Is that being, is that we remain committed to ensuring business successful in every way we can? Hmm. It, It doesn't, it doesn't seem so, does it? It doesn't seem so. Thugs regularly steal from Target with no consequences from cops and prosecutors. Now that store will close along with two more in Portland, two in Seattle. More than half the stores set to close nationwide are in just two. Lawless cities. Yet feckless Ted says he's doing everything he can to make them successful, and Seattle's mayor has no comment at all. If Hollywood does another Mad Max movie, I know where they can shoot. All right, all right. Now, you know what you might say? You might say, well, that's a conservative talking head, and now I'm listening to another conservative talking head in a blue shirt. Why should I believe them? Well, I thought this was a well, uh, this was a a well written article. And so to back that up, yesterday I went to the two stores in, in Seattle. You've heard me talk about this on other podcasts. Some, I'll try and bring into, to consideration some other things here. Some of the things I saw yesterday were, I mean, they were literally, they weren't shocking for me, but if you came out of town and you're just walking around Seattle and you're expecting to see, you know, the whole fish market thing, hey, throw me a big fish, I'll catch it, you know, that kind of deal. Or there's the space needle. Isn't it epic? Well, I was on the streets of Ballard and I was on the streets of uh, the university district in Seattle. And what you've got is those two stores, you know, uh, Target put out a big corporate speak on, Hey, you know what, and I talked about this probably six months ago, Target put out a statement and said, hey, if this keeps up, we're going to have to close some stores. Here's what we're doing moving forward. We're going to do this, this, this. And I said, that is the warning for we're going to close some more stores down in these areas where shoplifting is a major consideration and also where there's violence. And so Target, what Lars didn't say is that Target came right out. And for a corporate statement to say that safety was the major consideration, most of the time you won't hear Walmart, you won't hear these big stores talk about public safety being the issue because they still want to keep doing business. But Target came right out and said, yeah, these stores are not safe to operate in. So I went over and I took a look. And the university district one, you've got a tiny home community, you know, a few blocks away, a few blocks away from that. You've got the Ship Canal Bridge encampment where we had known perpetrators of shoplifting going daily to to that target and stealing from it. I mean, it's just a storyline that we all know. Here in, in, in Seattle. And if you followed news for reasonable people for any amount of time, you know that I've talked about that just a bunch because it's, it's what's going on. You've got people stealing from the stores to support their drug at, ha- their, their, their drug habit. They're addicts. And so they do whatever it takes. Now these pills are down. I mean, down to as little as 40 cents in Seattle and Portland. I mean, you know, these, these cities, these areas of these cities are in a real pickle. So I went over the U district. The U district is always, it was on the Ave, the university Avenue. It's a smaller store and man, Target has done the best that they can do. As far as security, as far as having, it's not this open, you know, this wide open store. It's, it is really, it's ratcheted down and it is not bad. They've got a ton of stuff under lock and key. It's the community that's in. People are just stealing it blind and you got a bunch of whacked out nut jobs on drugs that are threatening staff. They've had enough of those incidents where they're saying, Hey, if you're going to steal our stuff and our profits aren't what we need them to be, or there's no profits at all. And on top of that layer on top of that safety being the number one reason that they're closing these doors down. Then it it makes absolute sense to me. The other location is Ballard, and I talk about Ballard from the standpoint of Seattle cleaned up. It's downtown core, so all of those homeless got to go somewhere, right? And if they're going to stay local, because they've got the whole you know food bank figured out, and they've, they've figured out how to operate, who's got the good drugs, and you know where the fencing operations are, well. Ballard is a pretty good option because it's got all of those things. So I went there yesterday as well. I went to the U district. I walked through that store and I went through the Ballard one. The Ballard store was really nice. It was really nice. It's a newer building. <laughs> One of its windows is just all boarded up. Somebody tried to break in or ran a car into it. Who knows what? I don't know what that story is, but yeah, you know, there's so many stories here in Seattle area. Yeah, they took their truck, they backed up to it and they took a chain and they tried to haul the ATM out, right? You got a whole bunch of that. But the building that the Ballard target was located in. It was new, newer, I mean, handful of years old, definitely within the last, is it last five? I'm totally guessing. I don't know, but it was really nice. The store was, Yeah, it was clean. It was immaculate. You had tons of personnel. You had personnel at the U District one that asked me, hey, can I help you open up uh one of those locked containers to get out whatever product, some nice kid? I'm like, this is better service than I get in Bellevue where I live and where I work, where I'm podcasting from here. And so it's not that the stores are so bad, they got to shut them down. It's the communities. And so I went to just just a few blocks away. We drove, I took my producer and um, we drove to Leary Way in Seattle. Now, I, I knew there's just a ton of, you know, there's shenanigans going on in Leary Way. And uh, so we, we walked around for a while, and we're we're shooting video throughout all this time. We saw um, open open air fentanyl use. Saw one RV with a total. It was a Mad Max setup. The door on the RV was just this. I mean, it must have been three or four inches thick of wood. So that they can just lock this door down. You know how most RV, especially older RV, um, doors are just this—you know—super thin metal that you can just pry open with a pry bar, crowbar. Well, I couldn't do that one with this. With this one, it was a no go. I mean, tent after tent after tent. People smoking weed—you can smell it. Generators going, just lots of generators with big chains to like city light posts. Um, you know, guy had his car, but bro- as we were getting ready to leave, you just hear this guy absolutely screaming at the top of his lungs the f bomb his his vehicle that he was living in had been broken into apparently again, and he was just I mean literally at his wits end. You know when you hear an adult that is just at the end of their rope, and they're not crazy and they're not whacked out on drugs. That was this guy. I mean, it was just sad. It was just sad. We saw a police officer roll up to Big Five Sporting Goods, talk to a manager. You know, some kind of shoplifting thing had gone on. We walked by Fremont Brewing, which Sarah Nelson is on Seattle City Council. And Fremont Brewing has put up a whole bunch of the concrete eco blocks to, you know, dissuade people from camping there adjacent to the damn building. Um, which are not sanctioned by the city, but that's what businesses are forced to do. So you've got just this, you know, this concrete look and um, across the street, you've got a building that's on the market. It's a vacant land sale. Then you've got, you know, telephone poles, these enormous telephone poles on the sidewalk, so people can't camp there. You've got other areas where they've got brand new lawn down and brand new eco blocks because they just recently cleared out the tents I mean, you've got just it's literally Mad Max type scenarios going on. I mean, you look at these things and you're like, how are we allowing these people to live like this? And it's, and again, it's not because of the target stores themselves. They are well run. They, I mean, they've got everything going on, right? For a store. The one thing I would say about the Target in Boward is that it does have a lot of competition, but they knew that when they put that store in, there's a Safeway across the street. There's another, I think alternative type grocery store behind them that has one of those police poles with the light on top you know it's supposed to take the 360 view and dissuade crime but apparently it's not working because the target you know is i had a tough time getting out of the parking lot in target and some nice young lady came down and said well you're you're supposed to put your parking ticket in this meter thing and then put in the machine i'm like all right how do you recommend i do that with these three cars behind me and i'm in line and you know got the thing down in front of me she goes oh well next time i'm like there's gonna be no next time because i coming back to a closed target. It's the community. But she helped me out. That's my bottom line. She helped me out. And so it's like, all right, this target is great. It's the community. It's the area that just sucks. And this area has a ton of breweries in it. It's known for that. You've got you got Fremont Brewing. You've got a bunch of little independent ones walked by a handful that I've never heard of. You got Rubens. I mean, it, it's it's got a lot going for it, but then it's also got this real Mad Max type, you know, theme to it. Where if you walk around on the sidewalk, that's if you can get down the sidewalk. Um, there was multiple instances where my guy and I were like, mm, I, are we going to go? Are we going to go there? You know, you got dogs locked up. One dog I went by was okay, but you could tell other areas. You've got these big, big tents, compounds, kind of like you see in Skid Row down in LA, where you're like, what is going on inside of there? People popping out and you're like, okay, that guy is not from Seattle. Where is that dude from? You know, he's not wearing any flannel. He's, You know what I mean? You can just tell when people aren't from the Pacific Northwest. And they're a drug tourist. That's what we've got a lot of. And those folks are what is causing their behavior, their constant shoplifting, their use of swords, their use of machetes. (laughs) How many stories, if you read a lot of homeless or violence or crime, how often is a, a machete involved? Barely often. Barely often, it's like, are you going to go clear a path in the jungle or are you just defending yourself on the mean streets of Seattle and Ballard? Take your pick. It's one of those. So we must have walked around for, I'm guessing, I don't know, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, just kind of, holy cow, this is going on. And this is in what used to be a very well respected more of a blue collar neighborhood it was a norwegian fishing community it's close to puget sound it's close to Shilcho bay and big marina you know it was all these you know affordable housing and you know it was a fishing boat community it was fishing community it's ballard and now it's just kind of this mix of transitional, industrial and Mad Max setting, for lack of a better word, that, and the inhabitants from the, this, this other world, this drug world are literally robbing the community blind. So there was one area where he had a church that had a food bank and then you had a food bank across the street Then across the street from that you had a office depot out in front of office depot. I watched a guy, uh, one guy was cutting up a frame of a bike. Uh, you know, bikes are basically commodity. They're, 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 they're currency in the drug addicted, in the homeless community. Another guy was sanding down a bike frame, taking off a serial number, Yeah, just right out in the open. Just no, you know, there's, um, they were jacking power from a city light pole. They, they, you know, they'd worked out how to, you know, pull the power in and then they're running a bunch of generators. I mean, it is literally this third world drug culture and theft culture going on. And that is what is causing these stores to close because. You know, the folks that are in these encampments, they live way outside of the law. And so going and stealing something from Target, from the nice Target, I mean, why wouldn't they? Especially when Target has said, don't chase after them, you know, basically just let them go. And they've had incident after incident after incident happen. That's why Target closes nine stores. And it is because the government has let this go. We, we no longer enforce the laws. We've decriminalized possession of drugs. We've decriminalized, and now we're trying to go back the other way and criminalize it again. That's not going to happen for a long time. There's going to be no impact from that for a long time. Because without putting these addicts in treatment, what are you going to do? Or jail? And we're not putting anybody in jail. So we're hearing rumors about communities doing that. Mayor London Breed down in uh, down in San Francisco has been consistent in her talking about, "Hey, we need to involuntarily incarcerate people or putting them in treatment. We need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this." I mean, she's talking some right stuff. But, you know, that's got to be it's got to be followed throughout. And the constituents in a city like San Francisco, this constituents in a city like Seattle or Portland, they're not willing to to do the tough love approach that it's going to take to, you know, basically rehab these communities where we've just allowed this stuff to take place because it would mean sweeping out the homeless. You've got all of these homeless advocates, you know, they're advocating for the homeless and that's just basically advocating for drug addiction. That's all that that is. And and yet government officials listen to them like, oh, okay, I guess we don't want the homeless addicts to lose their cell phone so that they can figure out where their next fix is coming from. So we can't do any more sweeps. That's, that is, you know, that's literally a storyline that is out there in numerous communities. It's in San Francisco, right? Right now, the uh, federal court injunction against sweeps was because of something along those lines. Don't sweep them out. Might get rid of their stuff. We didn't give them adequate warning. We're going to sweep them out. Now, the three weeks you gave them and you posted signs in the homeless community, you know, day after day after day, it's a bunch of junkies who can't get their act together. And the junkies are, but the one thing they can do is they can shoplift and they can commit acts of violence because that's what they do. That's what these Mad Max communities are based on. So (laughs) is this a, that's a long winded approach to what I saw. And is this just some, you know, right winger, Lars Larson, conservative popping off with this stuff? No. And you know how you can prove it? Go walk around Ballard. Go walk around the U District. Go walk around Northeast 45th Street. Go walk on Northeast 45th and I-5, which is the main North-South freeway system. It's loaded with tents. Just a bunch of addicts out there doing their thing, stealing from the Target, selling their stuff at known fencing, uh, you know, tents within the community, buying their drugs, rents repeat. To the point where Target says, no mas, hasta la vista, baby, (laughs) we're out of here. And they are, and they're out of a handful of stores in, in California as well. So that's what you've got going on. I'm surprised they're not closing more, but I'm guessing the other stores, eh, they seem to be doing okay. You know, they're not near these kind of communities. They might be in Seattle, but if they're not near these kind of communities, well, then they're not going to get robbed like these ones have been. Or they don't have the incidents of physical violence. So there you go. All right, that's it for me on this one. Thanks so much for being here. I'll catch up with you in the next one. Bye for now.